Short story, Lilliputians. It's the little things that tie us down, you know, like the Lilliputians. Adam snorted. His eyes stayed glued to his phone. Life's what you make of it, Grandma. His attention wavered. She said something he couldn't catch. He scrolled. Yeah, sure, whatever. There were three new messages, and he was itching to check his Facebook and Twitter pages. His stomach rumbled. He checked the time. Sigh. He knew his duty. Hey, have you eaten yet, Grandma? Her puzzled frown annoyed him. It was a simple question. It shouldn't cause brain strain. I I don't think so. But don't worry, I'm not hungry. You go ahead and check your box now, and then we can chat. On autopilot, Adam scooted the kitchen chair out and sat with his arms propped on the table. There were a lot of posts to scroll through and through. A sudden bang snapped his head up. Grandma's stricken expression propelled him to his feet. She stood in the middle of the room, staring at the fallen tea kettle as if it had flown through the window. A pool of steaming water slowly spread across the floor. You okay? Did you burn yourself? The stovetop was glowing red, and the kettle spout smoked like a chimney. Adam gritted his teeth as a wrenching pain punched his gut. He led Grandma to the table. Here, sit down. I'll clean up. What were you doing, anyway? He grabbed a towel and tossed it over the wet floor. The twin pools of confusion and disappointment in Grandma's eyes sent another twist to Adam's gut. I just wanted to make us a cup of tea for our chat. She plopped down heavily on a chair. Her right hand stayed fixed with the palm up. Snatching a potholder, Adam conveyed the kettle back to the stovetop and turned it off. He plucked ice from the freezer, wrapped it in a paper towel, and handed it to Grandma. Here. Put this on your hand. Why? Cause you burned it, see? It's red there, my blister. Dang it, Grandma, you know you're not supposed to touch the stove. Just let me do it next time, okay? Grandma blinked back tears and straightened her shoulders. I'm not a child or a loony, you know. I can still make a cup of tea. Sure, sure, I shouldn't yell. Just mom will get so mad that you got hurt under my... Adam's phone chimed. He snatched it up and stared. Oh, brother, some idiot just plastered a bunch of political slogans on my page. He barely glanced at Grandma. Just a minute, I gotta... Grandma shook her head as she rose and returned to her tea-making. An hour later, Adam looked up. Grandma's place was empty. A cold cup of tea with a slice of lemon balanced on the saucer and a little cookie sat before him. He stood and looked around. Her washed teacup lay neatly drying in the drain board. Long evening shadows slanted across the tidy kitchen. Adam tiptoed down the hall. Grandma? He peeked into her room. There she lay sleeping peacefully on her bed, her hands folded over her trim waist. She's really a beauty. Funny I never noticed before. 
Two months later, Adam sat beside Mom on the front pew at church. Grandma was laid out in her finest, and her hands once again rested in quiet repose over her neat, trim waist. Mom's shoulders shook as she covered her face with her hands. Dad wrapped his arm around her and leaned in. You were always there for her, honey. Now it's time to let go. Adam stared straight ahead. All he could see through his parched, unfocused eyes was a cold cup of tea with a slice of lemon on the side. His phone vibrated in his pocket, but he only felt the sharp snap of strings breaking.